What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Call Her Holy. I'm Laura Eldridge. And I'm Nicoletta Bradley. Let's have some fun today. Oh, y'all, I'm excited. Are we about to get heated? (laughs) We're about to get heated because Laura and I are about to tackle a topic that we kind of differ on. I kind of love that. I do too. I feel like people need to hear believers, like Christians, sitting down, having a conversation where they land on slightly different parts of the spectrum. Yeah, I just feel like my side of the spectrum is the wrong side, so I'm a little bit like crap, but we're going to flush it out. That's actually really funny because no one ever comes into the conversation with that much humility. You know, it's always like, I'm right, I'm right, and you're wrong, and I will convince you, which is never the posture to have, by the way, people. Yeah, I think I know I'm quote unquote wrong er. Is that even a word? I love it. We're making it one. Yeah, we're making it a thing, but I don't want to change <laughs> that's a good i freaking love this episode already so humility is actually not present so. oh my God. <laughs> but what are we talking about today laura okay y'all we're we're diving in we're going baby tees and booty shorts and that is modesty oh dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and we're not about to tell you modest is hottest because here's the truth it's not yeah it's just better it, fair enough but we're gonna get into some questions that you guys have had because i know this can feel like a blanket topic we're not going to be telling you to wear moo's no and we're not going to be telling you you're sinners and you need to repent (laughs) you didn't wear that bag to church (laughs) (laughs) before we get too far in yeah no funny side story is that yesterday we had staff photos and i had really high-waisted jeans on and a crop top but like when my arms are down, there's no stomach to be seen. Like it covers at least like two inches of the jean. But then I hugged the person in front of me, but I was in the front row, full transparency. I'm nervous that my stomach was in that photo. <laughs> Modest is hottest, maybe, but maybe not in an all that photo. And I that work at a church. so funny. Anyways, the- but you know a place where you can get really cute crop tops that are also modest. Bolt Boutique. Yes, y'all, we are really excited. We have a friend in Arkansas, and her name is Abigail, and she owns the cutest boutique called Bolt Boutique. And she actually sent all our listeners a promo code, and it is CHH15. So go check her out, Bolt Boutique, on Instagram. She's got really cute clothes, modest. They are actually a Christian company. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Now, we love so many things that they do. One, the focus is on high-quality clothing. So they'll go and handpick things that they want. And if this material isn't good, they're like, we're not having this in our boutique. It's online only. But I do have a question. Do you say boutique or boutique? Boutique. I think I change it every time I say it. Once again, here we are. Controversy <laughs> coming at you live from Laura and Nicoletta. If people, are, Call Her if people are already wondering about the crop top situation, <laughs> don't worry. We'll get there. We'll get there. We boutique won't. or boutique? Yeah. Which one is it? Cast your votes, the, people. Yeah, that should be the title of our episode. It could be. All we, right. Anyways, go, go over to both. Use the code. We love them. Bolt Boutique or Boutique, however you want to say it. Heck yeah. Side note. QLU. Yeah, what's yours? Gosh, okay, I actually have a good one. This Are week. you traveling somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> yes, always. Oh my but gosh. But that's not my QLU. So on Friday, I got an email and wow, this is so on brand because we're talking about modesty and clothing. I got an email from Free People Movement. Have you ever heard of them? Um, Yeah. Yeah, so long story short, I've done events with them in the past when I worked in the fitness industry and they emailed me asking if I wanted to be the ambassador of Dallas-Fort Worth for their clothing brand. 
I love it, Nico. Thanks. So that basically means I'm putting on some run events. I'm going to be their run initiative ambassador. Oh, that'll be fun. So if you guys want to come and hang out with me and Laura, when Laura is going to be walking her sweet little new baby, Oakley, and I'm going to be sprinting, you can come find us and hang out. Watch me work. Watch me come back so hard, (laughs) passing you with my stroller, being like, catch up. And that mama's crop top or what? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I feel like you cross a line, though, as a mom. It's like, okay. You're like trying too hard. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's um, so funny. That is actually, no, I am excited about those runs. We'll have to like announce them for people so they can come join us. Oh yeah. Y'all follow us on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, Laura, and follow along. We'll post when we're doing those things. That is a fun QLU. Thanks girl. What about you? My QLU, we finally bought nursery furniture. Okay. And we're having someone help decorate our house. Like we're, Colby and I, we're kind of like, hey, we want to do this together, but we also need to outsource some things. <laughs> so we have a friend who's helping us put together two of our rooms from when we moved in October because we were a little preoccupied doing all these y'all birth is like no stinking joke sounds like my worst I've had it's gonna be amazing but I've had weeks on weeks of birthing classes and then then you do what's it called lactation classes like breastfeeding classes and appointment on appointment on appointment and it's a beautiful thing and amazing thing but we're like we need to outsource some stuff right now dude all i know is that laura's doing lactation appointments and i'm playing pickleball on the weekend so okay (laughs) different life stages but okay let's dive into this laura i'm excited about this episode let's do it y'all whatever life stage you're in (laughs) if you're mom and hard right now mad respect yeah you're wearing a crop top as a mom or not a as a mom, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Which most of you guys are, are not moms, but it's chill. Okay. Um, you want to just go through some questions that people sent on Instagram? Yeah. But first I do want to talk about one thing. Okay. Y'all, what is the deal when we walk into Zara and forever 21 and all these stores? I'm going to be honest with you. They, the shirts that they are selling at these stores, like once again, we will get into this. I'm not opposed to a crop top, but those are like bras with sleeves. Yeah. And so what's your opinion? I think a first question to ask is like, what is modesty? Yeah. Because it's such a moving target for people. And so there's that. Okay. But the question is like, okay, why do all these, why, why are all the cute clothes immodest? Right? Yeah. Like you walk into stores and everything that's really cute is like, okay, I'm going to be shunned for that or something like that. Well, honestly, I... Not, or not shunned, but like, hey, that's that's a lot of skin. Well, it's crazy because our fashion right now is kind of going back to the 90s. Yeah. So I went to a 90s uh, birthday party on Saturday and I Googled what to wear in the 90s. And it's literally, like, if you followed us on Instagram, you saw me and Laura posted going to Target. And y'all, everything that Target was selling is what was popular in the 90s. And that is huge oversized jeans and a top that is right under your boobs. Yeah. And so I'm kind of sitting here going, first off, even if I had the best body in the entire world, I would never wear that thing. (laughs) It's literally a bra with sleeves. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think my question is, is with style, with everything that's going on, how do you stay fashionable and fit into the trend without having to wear a bra with sleeves? I think it's the answer that is with all of Christianity, which is it takes more intention and more thoughtfulness Yeah, in a way that I think we've trained ourselves to think that that's bad and that's wrong. Like if we have to be thoughtful, we don't want it. Like we want what's quick. We want what's easy. We want to do what we want to do. And we want to not keep in mind anyone else. Yeah. And that flies in the face of everything that the Bible says. And so as a Christian, 
it's okay to want to look cute and respectable and you know it's okay to express your creativity to show up somewhere and be like oh my gosh I'm kind of proud of the outfit that I put together or whatever and don't at me on the word proud like whatever (laughs) but it's okay to show up And be like respectable and like, hey, I enjoy my outfit. This shows my dignity. I think where we get in trouble is we either tell girls to go to one side of just don't care at all what you look like, Hmm. you know? Yeah. And that can create a culture of confusion of, I mean. Is it kind of do whatever you want culture? No, it's almost like. Don't care what you look like, as in, like, don't put any attention into your physical appearance yes. at all. And that can lead to bad stewardship of your body, you know, of going to, you know, circles where it's like you're reading the Bible a lot, but there are sections you're not applying. You're skipping over all the things about how your body is a temple because you're learning not to put any attention into your body. When some of that is not being conceited, it's literally caring for yourself as a temple of the Holy Spirit, which yeah. the scriptures say. So that's one end of the spectrum. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think you're basically saying it's the spectrum where you can read Proverbs 31 and you can say, oh, it's all about the heart. Yeah. Which Proverbs 31 is all about hard work. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, fair enough. It is a lot about a lot about it. So you can go to that end of the spectrum or you can go to the opposite end of the spectrum where it's like there's this, there are some even church cultures where it's like people pick their church fits weeks in advance <laughs> like yeah like i live for what i'm going to wear on sunday and show off i need to show off and i need to you know like i i'm i'm here to be impressive yeah and in general when you're showing up to any space i was literally about to post this on instagram i probably will now when you show up to any space with the goal to impress you're not able to invest ooh that's good you're straight up going with the intention of like this is about me i'm drawing attention to me instead of who can i serve who can i see i'm here to praise god i'm here to honor other people Hmm. and that's just not biblical i think that's actually we got a lot of questions of kind of like our crop tops okay blah 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 and that's kind of a really good answer to that question is like when you're showing up what is your intention is it to serve other people or is it to impress other people Yeah, I would tell you some people are not wearing crop tops for the wrong reasons. Okay, what do you mean? And that might be a hot take, but I think some people want to look like a good Christian. And they've heard somewhere in a circle that this is bad. Hmm. Therefore, their motive is now looking a certain way. Oh, Does that make sense? Yeah, that does. And God cares wildly about the heart so much more than anything else. Yeah, I mean, it matters how you're presenting yourself. It matters that you're thoughtful towards other people. And I think a lot of times, especially coming from the fitness industry, I have had a lot of conversations around the crop top example because some girls I've talked to go, I just hate wearing a shirt that makes me really sweaty when I work out. So I'm wearing this crop top. I'm wearing this sports bra because it's the only way that I can work out effectively. And I'm like, okay, that's different than I'm going to wear this crop top because I'm single and I'm insecure. And if I wear this to the gym, maybe I'll get attention. Yeah. And so I think that is, we're not here to answer is a crop top bad or is a crop top good or what you wear to church, good or bad, whatever. We're asking you to check what is your motives? Are you walking into your college campus recreation center 
wearing spandex shorts, booty shorts, because it's comfortable, which I'm like, dear God, that thing rides up your booty. It's so dang fast <laughs> on that treadmill. Or are you like, no, I think that guy in that fraternity will notice me. There's a huge difference. Okay, I need to have a confession. <laughs> oh, no. Were you that girl? Oh, for sure. Okay, I, was totally, I was totally that girl. <laughs> I was totally that girl. Listen, I didn't grow in modesty until I had a mentor sit me down and literally ask me some questions and we had the relationship where she could just be like, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to say this, but your pants are way too tight. You know, those colored pants that you wear, that was back when like colored pants were in the juicy couture sweats. Oh gosh. She, no, they were like these other skin tight. I mean, she just basically be the equivalent of leggings. Okay. Okay. She just was like, your pants are way too tight. And I don't remember what else she said. Like she, she had some other examples and I didn't understand in the moment. Yeah. And I think this is how it happens for a lot of people is they're not like, oh my gosh, I feel so convicted and now I need to change. It's like, okay, I don't get it, but I trust you. Hmm. And then I made a change. And after making the change, I looked back and I'm like, oh my gosh, my pants were too tight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what's, what other people could see so clearly I didn't wait for the conviction to change. Yeah. The conviction mean meaning God tugging on my heart saying you need to change. I trusted people who were discipling me and said, "Okay, I could be wrong. I don't know if I'm wrong, but I might be. Therefore, I want to do what is on the side of caution." Yeah. And so I did, and then it became clear to me like, "Oh my gosh." And I never looked back. I'm never I have never not once since then been like, "Uh, I wish I could wear really tight pants. Yeah, that's fair. I'll never forget in college. I remember I wore these jean shorts from California. You wear these like Levi jean shorts, kind of bootylicious. And my mentor was over and I was getting dressed for class. And she was like, are you really going to wear those in class? And I was like, yeah. She goes, they show your butt. I'm like, I don't care. You're like, duh, that's a point. Yeah. And I was like, no, they don't. And then I walked out <laughs> and I went to class. And now looking back, they totally did. And I think it comes down to this idea of, I think you just hit the nail on the head of who you're trying to impress. Granted, for me, I truly was just like, the, the jeans shorts I've grown up wearing, I want to wear them. But for me, I think that was a prideful moment of like, you don't know better. I know better. You see when I walk, I can't see my backside when I walk. So if you're telling me my butt's hanging out, maybe I should listen. Yeah. But in arrogance, I was like, no, screw you. Everyone in California wears Levi jean shorts. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Okay. I was pretty arrogant as well when I was in the season of like immodesty, which was all of my life until I was like, what, 25 probably. Yeah. And I do remember actually now that you say that somebody else had mentioned it to me before and I straight up looked, looked at her. I'm like, girl, if you got it, flaunt it. You know what I mean? Like God yeah. gave me a body yeah. and I intend to, it's beautiful for a reason, you know? Oh my gosh. Okay. That is a really controversial topic though. That is one of the things like if we believe that our body is beautiful and that we're made in God, like not even made in God's image, but that we are beautiful in our skin. That's kind of like the movement that's going on oh, right for now. Sure. Is that like, own it, love your skin, it, yeah. love your body, whatever. How do you love your body? And let's say you're confident. Let's say you are confident in your body and you love your body. Why is it wrong to show it off? Let me ask you this. Like, who is that for? Who is your body for? Yeah. That's do you a really believe? Good yeah. Like, do you believe that your body is beautiful and it's a temple of the Holy Spirit, and that within the context of marriage, nakedness is pure, and whatever you want to wear in the context of marriage is this intoxicating, amazing thing, and your husband should and look at you and say, "Wow, 
you know, like mm-hmm. Adam did with Eve in the garden, like probably singing hallelujah, like this thing that you gave me, God, like, yeah, she looked good. And you know, what's funny, I was thinking about this is that when God said he clothed them from their nakedness, in my personal opinion, I don't think he probably put them in this rat tat outfit of like, a, <laughs> like a thong and a G string and a bronze that like, go be free. I think he covered their naked bodies. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's a hot take. I might disagree with you on that one. I don't know. Because I'm like, it was only Adam and Eve. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Depends on what part we're talking about. Anyways, but it was also before the fall. So I'm like, I I guess we always see pictures of Adam and Eve and like the little leaves. Yeah, they're leaves. They have leaves or like the brown skins that are like cut out just of covering her boobs and her vagina yeah <laughs> you said it <laughs> are we 12 <laughs> gosh i've been through birthing classes like we talk about that every yeah, day we're fine but i'm like i could see a scenario where with those two now granted the fall had already happened aka sin had entered the world the world was perfect god made it that way but he didn't want puppets so he gave people the choice to either follow him or not follow him Adam and Eve made a mistake. They chose themselves. They chose to follow what they wanted over following God. That brought sin into the world. And it broke everything. Yeah, It made everything that was perfect and pure. Now, like, it invited decay and destruction and hardship into everything. And so what was perfect and pure before, probably naked bodies, now needed to be covered. Yeah. Because there was some impurity. I don't know if that concept is way too high. Like if you if you guys are Bible nerds, you can dig into it and we yeah. can have this conversation. Well, it actually kind of makes me think about when I don't know, kind of going back to the idea of what to wear. It kind of makes me think of this verse in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20 and it says, "Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God or honor God in your body." And I think that kind of I don't know. You, okay, so if you can't tell, I kind of err no, on the side yeah. of saying that like crop tops, when I say crop tops, I mean like I work in the fitness industry wearing maybe a little bit of a long, shorter shirt that shows a little bit of your stomach. I kind of err on the side of like leggings are okay, blah, blah, blah. But when I read that, it makes me remember that, okay, this body's actually not my own. Like yeah. this is not mine. It was bought with a price and it, the price was Jesus's death on the cross. And so who am I to sit here and say, okay, I know that you went to the cross for me. You bled for me, but let me wear a crop top and booty shorts to the gym so that I can attract male attention. Yeah. God's like, no, no, no. That's not what I died for. I died for the body that is mine. The body that gets to go share the gospel. The body that gets to love other people well. The body that gets to encourage and cherish other people. I did not give you this body on this earth as a shell and as a vessel so that you can flaunt and look hot on Instagram. And hot, side take. Ladies, if you are on Instagram right now and you are wearing clothes and posting pictures in clothes that you are only looking for likes, you are only looking for comments, and you're only looking for that almost like that high euphoria of like, who's going to comment about my body and tell me that I look good? That is a sign that you are not treating your body like it was bought at a high price. I have friends that are posting pics all over the place with under boobs side cleavage, booty shorts. And I'm just like, I'm, I err on the side of crop top leggings are cool, whatever. But if you're doing that, I need you to ask yourself why. Yeah. Because I truly don't know why. 
which is, I think, the goal of some of this podcast, too. Like, we're going to give some more handholds, but, like, even just to stop and think, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I wearing this? Yeah, that's really good. You mentioned something that's worth clicking on. You mentioned 1 Corinthians 6 and how, like, your body's not your own. What's funny is that we did get questions of, like, one of them literally said, why is this my issue if a guy finds me attractive? Hmm. And there were other questions like, do guys have any responsibility in this? And I think there is this tone in our culture that really says that it's your body. It's your choice. Do what you want. Do what you want. You should have no, you shouldn't have to think about somebody else. And that's their fault if they think you're hot or if they're staring, you know? Totally. Here's what's crazy. One the thinking that it's your body is just not true. Yeah. Like your body literally belongs to the Lord. Yeah. And then when you're married, it belongs to your spouse. Like that's a crazy concept in a world that's like me, mine, I, you know, like I decide, I do. No, you don't. If you are surrendered to Jesus, what is good and holy and pure and right is saying, God, this is yours. I am a steward of everything Mm -hmm. that I have. My body I'm a steward of my home. I'm a steward of my, and I don't mean like, this is not some like pilgrim, like, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is my body. Yeah, or this is my home, this is my body, here's where I turn my butter. Like, that's not it. You're a steward of your job. You're a steward of your relationship. Steward, meaning you're not the owner. Somebody else is the owner, and you've been entrusted mm-hmm. this thing for a time. Yeah, it's kind of actually a really good question to ask yourself. If you actually fully realize that you are renting this body, that it is on a loan. This is not yours. You are renting it. If you rented anything or you borrowed anything from a friend, you would treat it well. That's good. You would honor that thing. Like, let's say I borrowed Laura's favorite sweater. I'm not going to treat that thing like trash yeah. and cut it in half. And you know what I mean? Like, I would treat it well. I would honor it. I would dry clean it. I would whatever I needed to do. And I think we need to start thinking about our bodies that way. That's so good. And I think to kind of going back to what you were saying about the guys, like, yes, we live in that tension. I live in that tension of like, why is it my problem if I wear leggings, if you need to stop looking? Because reality is they're just as tight as jeans. But I think you have to also remind yourself of like, okay, why are you wearing the leggings? And like to take it a step further is like, did I pay attention or pay any mind to the person who would see me? Like, for instance, I think what is missing from that question of like, isn't that their problem? No, their problem kind of becomes your problem in a sense, not in the sense of like codependency where you're walking around, you know, taking on everyone else's burdens. But in a sense of like the Bible literally tells us to do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. It says, but consider others more important than yourself not even just as important as you are. Consider them more important. So it's like, okay, I have a value of looking cute, looking trendy. You know, I want to keep up with the times. Totally. I have another value that overrides that, that is biblical, that is caring for the people around me. You know what I mean? And so sometimes it means thinking, hey, what is a guy going to look and see when they see this? Are they going to see me as a hot body? 
Are they going to see me as a dignified daughter of the king? And I think so often we attract the attention that we don't even want. And then we get mad saying, oh, they're just looking at me like a piece of meat. Well, stop dressing like a piece of meat. Like you, you mm-hmm. are worth more mm-hmm. than that, you know? Yes, like, <laughs> Modesty literally reveals your dignity. And what's crazy is that a lot of people can honestly see through <laughs> see through it yeah like I look back and I'm like oh shoot I looked like I had no clue what I was worth and I didn't and that's a crazy thing I actually recently kind of hit with this question of am I seeking to glorify the Lord or am I seeking to glorify myself and I think that's a really good question to ask yourself when you get dressed like okay by wearing this outfit is it going to bring more glory to me Or is it going to bring more glory to the Lord? So for example, if I'm walking into the gym with booty shorts and a sports bra, that is going to bring attention and glory to Nicoletta. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or I could just wear leggings and a normal shirt and walk in and there's not going to be any glory towards me because I'm not asking for it. Yes. Okay. If if I walk in with leggings and a shirt that maybe shows an inch of my stomach or whatever, or even not show any of my stomach and a guy is still checking me out. There's days where I wear sweatpants and a baggy sweatshirts and I can't, there are men that sometimes will like, yeah. be creepers <laughs> and look you up and down. Not your problem, but I'm not seeking to glorify my body yeah. in that moment. He's just being nasty. But I think that's a good question to ask yourself of, I have been convicted with that in my own life and I have recognized the moments where I'm like, I'm wearing this because I feel hot. Totally. And I've had guys even tell me who I've dated that they want me to wear that. And ladies, if a guy is telling you to wear more revealing clothing when either he's around you or in order to show you off in public, that is not a mark of a godly man. And I would really encourage you to break up with him because he should not (laughs) want your body to be shown until marriage. It's crazy how in all of this, it's so much is about motives. And here's where we go wrong. Like we can convince ourselves that our motives are pure when they're not. Yeah. You know, we've said that on other episodes before. Yeah. But like that guy can convince himself, like my motives are pure in wanting to show my girlfriend off or yeah. whatever. And it's like, okay. Okay. Be honest. And we you should just be honest. You to look hot and you <laughs> want to be turned on. And okay. And you want to look at the other bros and be like, I won, dude. You know what I mean? Like, totally. look at me. Like, I'm alpha. You know? And same for girls. Here's what's interesting. This is actually really funny. I found myself as I matured in my relationship with God, I would find myself covering up more when I knew I looked hotter. Interesting. Does that make sense? So the conversation of like two pieces, you know, versus a one piece and all that stuff. If I knew like, hey, my body is really in shape right now, which it has been in the past, you know, I'm very pregnant right now. But like, if I knew my body is more in a place where people would look at it and it would draw attention, I as I matured, I would stop thinking like, okay, then I'm going to show it off. And I would start thinking, I'm going to cover it up because that's not the kind of attention that I want to draw. That's really good. And I think I'm a, I have battled on the other side of the better I look, the less clothing I do wear. Yeah. And I felt convicted in moments like that especially once again working in the fitness industry doing photo shoots i'm like what the heck do i wear to this do i wear what everyone else is wearing or do i wear more covering top and the thing is is you're never going to be judged for wearing more clothing but there's a chance you will if you wear less i think the judge thing i think that gets tricky you know what i mean because i think somebody else asked this she said other girls think crop tops are okay and i judge them for that am i wrong Am I being legalistic about mm-hmm. modesty? And the answer is maybe. 
Because instead of looking at that person and saying, ew, why are you doing that? You should look at that person and say, oh my gosh, you are a woman of God and I either care about you enough to ask questions and say something or I'm going to give you the space to grow if I think this is somewhere that you shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Does that make Mm, sense? That's good. I think we're just looking at the wrong things. I think we get in trouble when we look around at other people and start imposing, hey, you can't do this. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. It's like, who made you lawgiver and judge? The Bible literally says that. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you don't say something or ask really good questions the same way that somebody did for both of us, Nico, that somebody literally spoke up and that changed things for us. But it isn't your place to look at somebody and immediately say, oh, you must be less mature. I think a lot of times it can feel like, why do other girls get away with that as well? You know, why do they get the guy when I'm doing things right? I'm dressing modestly and they're not and they they get the guy. And honestly, (laughs) there's a psalm. That really helped me with that when I was struggling there. Like, I'm doing the right things, and this girl who's not is getting, seems like she's winning. There's a psalm that talks about that, and it's like, what do you do when the wicked prevail? <laughs> Quote, unquote, wicked. You know what I mean? It's like, the girl isn't What do you do when that hot girl prevails yeah. and you are not? <laughs> but really, the, the perspective there is like trusting God for justice yeah. and trusting God to take care of you and not looking for your reward here on earth, knowing like, my goal is righteousness. My goal isn't to win whatever it is I'm looking for. Yeah, and I think you need to ask yourself, what are you trying to manipulate based on the clothing that you're wearing? Yeah, that's good. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of times we can get impatient maybe with singleness. So we wear more revealing clothing in order to impress and we take matters into our own hands or, okay, well, I'm not getting what I want, but I know that one way I can get what I want is maybe if I post this cute picture on Instagram, okay, what's the big deal if my side boob is a little bit more revealing? And I think heed counsel in those moments like loving you well is going to be people calling you out on that but also you don't want to attract a man based on your body because then you will also lose him when you don't have that body anymore yeah and so that's a really hard truth but you don't want to gosh there's nothing worse than a guy going man i want to date her because she looks hot in leggings and a crop top yeah you don't want a guy to date you because you look hot in your bikini you want a guy to go man like i want to get to know her because of her heart and once again i do not mean wear a freaking paper bag to church but i am saying what are your motives yeah what are you doing yeah which i think sometimes our motive this is a little bit of a hot take and i've noticed it in myself i think sometimes our motive in covering up completely is not even necessarily modesty i think it's shame I think sometimes we feel like our body should be better than it is. I know you're really passionate about body image, Nico. And I've noticed this in myself before, like grabbing for things that are just going to completely like cover up any kind of ounce of a figure. And the source of that was just feeling ashamed. Like, okay, I haven't taken care of my body or I, you know. Yeah. One line that I've been clinging to lately that I've been meaning to write in my mirror is, your body is good and you are never meant to live in shame. Mm -hmm. And so just for those girls out there that I've had seasons where like I have worn just sweatpants and sweatshirts all day because I'm so embarrassed by the five to 10 pounds that I've gained. And 
for those girls in the room, it might mean that you need to go shopping. It might mean that you might need to buy some clothes that are a bigger size than the pants you've worn your whole life. But there's no shame in that. Your body is changing. It is not worse because you put on a little bit of weight and you don't need to be embarrassed because those jeans don't fit anymore. But the last thing that the Lord wants you to do is two-sided coin, but it's either show off this thing and prove to people that you're only worth a body, but then also cover up in shame, believing that you're nothing unless you look like the girl who's showing it off. Gosh, that's a good word. That is really good. And even taken into consideration that like things are not as they should be right now. Like the Bible literally says that we're going to have a glorified body. Glorified is like a body that's made perfect one day. So right now, yeah, you are. Again, sin entered the world and it messed up everything. And your body isn't perfect. Yeah. People used to be a lot taller. <laughs> and, totally. You know what I mean? And now we were literally just talking about the how pregnant. freaking short we are. Like how pregnant you look when you're as short as we are in your yeah. torso. You explode. You just kind of blow up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but you just need to know, too, that everything's broken by sin and God's going to make that right one day. Yeah. And I think it's that reminder of like on the side of eternity, modesty is going to be a struggle because we live in brokenness. You know what I mean? These questions yeah. are due to the fact that we live in a sinful world that's going to tell you to either cover up or show it off. Yeah. Okay. I know this can be really sensitive for a lot of people, this subject. And if you've gotten heated or if you've gotten sad in this episode, you're not crazy. You're not silly. It's it's okay. We do want to mention Bolt one more time and just let you know that we have a discount code for you. It's CHH15. Bolt aims to use their clothing line to glorify God. And so if they can be part of your journey, I'm sure they would love to talk about what would be a good fit for your body style. Love it. Just reach out to them, DM them, but Bolt Boutique, use the code CHH15. And before we close out, let's answer the last question is, what does the Bible have to say about modesty, Laura? Yeah, that's good. I feel like we didn't even answer, you know, intentionally like, hey, our crop top's okay or our leggings okay. You need to wrestle with that. There's no black and white. There is no black and white. You need to wrestle with that. If you're the person looking and saying, oh my gosh, you girls are so sinful. Like, why are you doing this? You need to probably check your heart and confess that and repent. Totally. And if you're the girl who's just careless about what you're wearing, or if you're like, hey, I haven't actually thought about this question. What is my doing saying? Like, what is what I'm wearing communicating to other people? Yeah. Am I being thoughtless? Am I communicating that I want to draw attention to my body unintentionally? Like totally. you might, it might be totally naive, which is where I was a lot as well. But what is my doing saying? What is the way that I'm dressing saying to other people? Yeah. It's worth asking yourself the question. But a couple of scriptures, let's just end here. Ephesians 5.15 says to look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making mm. the most of the days <laughs> because the days ahead are evil. Like, make the most of the time you have. You're here on earth not to draw attention to yourself, not to be the girl with a hot bod. Like, you are here on earth to glorify God. And you can do that by dressing with dignity and showing that you know you're worth more than just a body, because you are. Yeah. In 1 Timothy 2.9, it says, Likewise, also, that women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel with modesty and self-control, not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly attire. And just that 
reminder, y'all, is that it literally says if we believe scripture to be true, we are supposed to dress in a respectable apparel with modesty and self-control. And to just remove any confusion, because this scripture specifically, we could do a whole other episode talking about this scripture specifically, but to just remove any confusion, it's okay to wear jewelry. <laughs> like, yeah. you're okay. The, the, question, the thing in question here is like, again, what are you trying to do? Are you drawing are attention to yourself? Are you practicing self-control? That was a word that we don't like doing that. Yeah. And are you wearing respectable apparel? That's you know, good. are you showing off your dignity or are you showing that you don't know you have any? That's good. And I think finally, the last one that we want to talk about is Proverbs thirty-one thirty. We all know it, but charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And just that reminder is that beauty is vain. Your body is temporary and that I know this sounds cheesy, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. That is truly what is honorable and is going to be attracted to the outside eye. Okay. I have to say this one more thing because it's pertinent to that. Okay. Okay, go. Okay. Um, That proverb is written from a mom to her son, Mm -hmm. and she's telling her son what to look for in a woman. That's good. Okay. So you can hear all these things and be like, yeah, yeah, Laura and Nico, blah, blah, blah. But here's what guys like. Yeah. I will tell you this. Again, your motive is not to attract a guy. But I will tell you this. I have literally sat with godly men who have said, okay, I'm kind of interested in this girl looked on her Instagram, saw immodest things and said, I can't ask her out simply because that's communicating something to me that I'm not interested in. Dang. So there are godly men who are paying attention, you know, and they're like, I want a girl who knows what she's worth. And y'all, it's the same thing. If you looked on a guy's Instagram and saw him doing mirror selfies, you'd be like, deuces. So be aware of what you're doing. Watch what you're posting on Instagram. Watch what you're wearing, but check your heart and your motive. And just once again, reminder that your body's a temple of the Holy Spirit and it is worthy way more than you know. We love you guys. We're really thankful that you join us in a space to have conversations like this. Hit us so up on Instagram. <laughs> we love you. If you found this episode helpful, please jump onto Apple Podcasts and leave a review. We would love that. It helps more people hear what you guys are hearing and uh, start being grounded in truth. We love you. Love you. Have a great day, y'all. Don't want-